0: hey everyone welcome to forging the path this is a bonus episode Uh, i just had this desire after a great conversation a couple days ago with kevin you should definitely check out that podcast um kevin elke shares some great things about cultivating a vibrant prayer life and i hope to have him back in the next couple weeks or so also um several months ago you should check out the podcast i did with with him if you haven't already heard it um What's it? Uh, the God Who Pursues. Um, that was one of the first couple episodes we did for this podcast. Kevin just shares some great stuff. But as we're talking about prayer and as I've been thinking about cultivating a more vibrant prayer life in in my own space, this story from Brennan Manning has been on my mind and I wanted to share it with you. Now, Brennan Manning is one of my favorite authors. I don't agree with everything he says, but I, there's just some key stories, some key takeaways. I, I love his heart for intimacy with God. And he's, he's written some books like uh, The Ragamuffin Gospel, Ruthless Trust, Abba's Child, um, The Furious Longing of God. That might be my favorite one from him. Anyway, this short story I'm going to share with you today is from Abba's Child. And it's uh, it's a story Brennan shares about prayer and a way to approach prayer that really um, that really just leans into the heart of God and um, and I think would be helpful for a lot of you out there, especially some of us guys who might struggle with like uh, intimacy with God. Like, what's that? How do I do that? What's that look like? Uh, I don't know about that. Here's, here's this story. Just feel free to listen and apply this to your own life as you'd like. So Brennan says this, Once a woman asked me to come and pray with her father, who was dying of cancer. When I arrived, I found the man lying in bed with his head propped up on two pillows and an empty chair beside his bed. I assumed the old fellow had been informed of my visit, with the empty chair and all. Oh, I guess you were expecting me, I said. And he said, No, who are you? <laughs> Brennan says, I'm the new associate at your parish. When I saw the empty chair, I just figured you knew I was going to show up. Oh, yeah, the chair, the bedridden man replied. Hey, would you mind closing the door? Puzzled, I shut the door. He continued, I've never told anyone this, not even my daughter. But all my life, I have never known how to pray. At the Sunday Mass, I used to hear the pastor talk about prayer, but it always went right over my head. And so I gave up any attempt at prayer, he continued, until about one day, four years ago, my best friend said to me, Joey, prayer is just a simple matter of having a conversation with Jesus. Here's what I suggest. Sit down on a chair, place an empty chair in front of you, and in faith, see Jesus on that chair. It's not spooky because he promised, I'll be with you all days. Then just talk to him and listen in the same way you're doing with me right now. So Padre, I tried it and I liked it so much that I do it every couple hours, every day. I'm careful though. If my daughter saw me attempting to talk to an empty chair, she'd send me off to the funny farm. I was deeply moved by the man's story, and I encouraged the old guy to continue on this journey. Then I prayed over him and anointed him with oil, and then returned to the rectory. Two nights later, his daughter called me to tell me that her daddy had died that afternoon. Did he seem to die in peace? I asked. Yes she said, but there was something strange. In fact, beyond strange, kind of weird. Apparently, just before Daddy died, he leaned over and rested his head on a chair beside the bed. Man, I love that story. I love the idea of resting my head on Jesus. And, um... Like I said, it might be uncomfortable for some of you out there listening, Um, but it makes me think of this moment also in, um, in the book of John, the gospel of John written by the disciple John. And you got to understand John was a fisherman. John was given a nickname with his brother, the sons of thunder. John was the guy who, when people, uh, you know, made fun of Jesus and mocked him and rejected him, John was like, Lord, should we call down fire on them? like the old prophets, you know, let's kill (laughs) him. This is John. He's a man's man. And yet at the Last Supper, this same John leaned his head against the chest of Jesus to ask him when Jesus was saying, one of you is going to betray me. And they're all asking. All the disciples in the upper room are like, who? Who? Surely not I. Surely not I. And Peter motions to John, you ask him. And so John leans his head against Jesus and says, who is it Lord? And that's when Jesus says who it is. It's Judas. It's the one I dip this bread into the, to the wine and and give the bread to. So John had this relationship with Jesus. He, He even calls himself, you know, the one Jesus loved. And, um, That just speaks to a level uh, and a depth of relational closeness and intimacy and nearness that I think a lot of us guys especially would do well to think about and meditate on and really press into. So I love this story from Brennan Manning about an empty chair and how the old man right before he died, right before he gave up the ghost, you know, he, he leans his head on the empty chair he's probably talking with Jesus in that moment and and just just wants to rest his head on Jesus. And I imagine he wakes up in heaven and sees the face of Jesus right there. That's just uh, it's beautiful. And I want my prayer life to have that level of of closeness and trust and intimacy. And I want that for you guys too. Um more than once, I think we need it. We need it in our time and in our culture. We need a people who pray with that kind of closeness. He is not a God who is far away, but He's right there. And He loves the sound of our voice. So that's my encouragement from both the scriptures, the story of John, but also this, uh, this story of an empty chair by Brennan Manning. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.